welcome everyone to Uncorked with Holly and Gina. We're excited you've joined us for a conversation to unleash your inner badassery and uncork your magic. This is the no bullshit, all truth, nothing but fun podcast. And don't worry, we've got you for our VIP. Hello, everyone. Welcome to LOA Uncork. This is Holly. And this is Gina. And we're already laughing. I know. Okay, we're dying laughing. We already told our new best friend that she's going on vacation with and us. We just met her three minutes ago. <laughs> and you're already bossing me around. So, I mean, this is I know, in it's perfect true. form. Yes. We have Mary Jo Lori in the house. And I'm telling you what a beautiful, beautiful force mm. she is, Gina. I and I feel it already. Now, we are going to hold up. Come see us on YouTube. Practical Inspiration inspirations where the bumper sticker meets the road okay and it best is, line ever so listen good. she's an author it is a gorgeous book we're going to talk about this she's an accomplished facilitator yes. she's a master coach and a self-mastery mentor i'm going to find out whether we need to be self-mastered okay <laughs> I'm, I'm all about it sign me up yep anybody who wants to go to the next level and we're always talking about let's yeah. up level, level up. she's saying next level mm-hmm. she's loads of experience working with everybody i think mm-hmm. including by the way unicorns that's what she's got unicorns mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. she also share shares our core value of f u n fun i didn't think it was gonna be a c and a k so <laughs> Yeah, there was there was going to be nothing nasty there. She's a compassionate mirror, a stealth yeah. truth seeker, and is devoting to liber- to living vibrantly. Uh-huh. And you know what she told us? Part eagle, part angel. Part eagle, part angel. Welcome, Mary Jo Lori. <laughs> Hi, Mary Jo. Welcome. Yay! You know Even if it has a CK, I'm pretty sure it's going to be fun. <laughs> yeah, I mean that word can come before the fun. <laughs> Just fuck fun. yes. Fucking fun. <laughs> exactly. Oh my God. Good to be here with you. Welcome, welcome. So on our podcast, we typically ask our guests to kind of just share a little bit about like the highlights of Mary Jo so that it just allows our audience to get to know you a little bit better at a pretty high clip before we kind of dive into the conversation just to kind of ground everything today. So if you wouldn't mind kind of walking us through the big highlights of <laughs> part Part angel, part eagle, Mary Jo. It's full, baby. <laughs> and I do get, I get people talk about my wingspan a lot because as you can see, it is. I love it. it. So uh, as you asked me that question, one of the things that like my ego mind almost instantly goes to, you know, the blind, mm-hmm. it was the original story, the blind men and the elephant, nine blind people trying to figure out an elephant. Each one thinks they know what it is. I'm a, there's going to be some facet I'm going to leave off. Like I just... Okay. I'm going to quiet that voice with, you're not going to be able to get it all. But if you ask me for highlights, I hear defining moments. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm living vocationally right now as a result of knowing I could listen different than other people when I was little. I don't know why I knew what I knew. And I'm not psychic. I don't I haven't developed that. There's an intuition, but there's a, I could hear music over lyrics in a way. So people could say one thing, but I knew they meant something else. And uh, then it was kind of weird. So I kind of tapped it down. Mm. Uh, I laugh and say I've been a professional listener since uh, almost since I could work. I went from bartender to hairstylist to personal development trainer and coach. So I've been listening for a living for decades. Yeah, 
for sure. Uh, my parents who showed me the way out of a pit because they were alcoholics. It was peak experience when I was young, high school, self-identity was all during those years. Mm. And then they brought themselves back up out of there. Like I'll never forget the imprint of what it takes and what that means. I fine tuned my listening. I had a baby sister. So I had to step into the house and know without seeing anything what was coming to know whether or not to bring her in or hide her in the shed. Mm. Yeah, you so, become hyper vigilant. Yeah. Totally, totally. So this like inner knowing listening became a fine tuned skill right. set that I started developing that I just kept continuing to develop. So that gift, which I believe gifts come with some responsibility. I've been gifted with this. And my responsibility is be a vehicle for people to hear themselves. And that's totally my purpose. That's what I live for. That's what I love from. I say all the time, the context of the work I do, because having a paid vocation is kind of a tangled mess sometimes. Um, I don't know the way. I know a way and it, when people try it on, they usually find their way because I'm not here to tell anybody how to be themselves. That's just so arrogant. I can't even say it without kind of going. Rrr. However, I do know patterns about human conditioning. I believe in somatic work. I think the emotional body, intellectual body and physical body are all three to be tended and health generated and all of them. And one of the ways is, and it's kind of what I love about the way you two work together. You hone each other the way you are for each other. So when I hear you joke about self-mastery, you're in it. Mm-hmm. You individuals have been mastering the self of you. And one of the ways you do it is use each other yeah. as a honing. For sure. Bring this version of you out. So when I say self-mastery mentor, I know sometimes we need a honing stone to cut through the bullshit because we can't always see ourselves the way others can. So, so I mentor I mentor that. And I gotta know wow. with no uncertain terms and I get challenged and well, here we go. I didn't know I was going to get this emotional right off the bat, but here's a highlight moment. Here's how I, here's how I move through life. If this weren't needed so much, the world wouldn't be like it is. And the world wouldn't be like it is if there weren't some of that in me. So my work of mastering me as the best mm. self I can possibly be is opening that possibility for everyone to, and then creating a world that works for everyone. Mm. Wow. I know. Let's just take that in. Mm-hmm. Wow. Thank you for sharing. Yeah, that is a big, bold, beautiful statement. Mm-hmm. And one that certainly I resonate with too. Mm-hmm. Deeply yeah. appreciate, appreciate wow. the respect and the space. Wow. Mm-hmm. So where to even begin? Like, I have so many questions about, um, I mean, your feet. So let's talk about your feeling. Cause you said you are, you could hear, you said you hear music 
over lyrics sometimes. Um, and the, and just this, did you actually hear things or was it the sensing feeling like knowing inside or was it truly like an audible? Cause I'm always so curious at how people get their downloads, get their intuition, how that shows up for them. So I'm curious how that showed up for you. The best way I can describe it, especially in the terms when I started experiencing it, is I would remember things I don't know. Mm. Oh, mm-hmm. okay. Got and, on. you know, y'all go everywhere. So we are, we're going to go everywhere today because yeah. yep. I made an oath to myself when I did my prayers this morning, talked about it here, like, I'm not going to filter here. I knew the young guy that impressed all the adults was dangerous. And when he took advantage of me at five years old, I knew. And he said all the right things and everybody knew. And why don't you like him? And why don't you know? And I just knew. I knew. Mm. But there was wow. no proof. There was no proof. And again, that moment, one of my greatest teachers about, you know, listening deeply, don't need anybody else to believe me, to make it true. Um, can't say I was that bold at five to really start practicing that, but it was a uh, defining moment. Um, parents telling me everything's okay, and I know it's not. Mm-hmm. Right. The off. So the, true. The colors are dull. The, the, the like, yeah, uh-uh, something's off here. And I mean, puppy, pup, dogs and, and, and babies, they'll tell you who's who like that. So it's kind of like an, uh, that having that, yeah, this isn't, this isn't lining up. They're saying this, but I'm hearing that. Or knowing to just go put my arms around somebody. And it turns out they were just having the, a moment where they were felt so alone. And there I was mm. having that experience again and again. And, uh, yeah, I think I'll pause there. So there's part of me that shut. So I was very sensitive and I cut it off very early. So, um, you know, in my childhood experiences and I shut that down. So I didn't even know that I knew I didn't know anything. In fact, you lose, um, you know, um, you lose confidence in what you do know. Mm-hmm. And so it's, we were just talking about this, mm-hmm. Gina and I, I was like, even at my advanced age, I would used to ask Gina, how am I feeling? I don't even know. Like I had taken. And so how did you keep yourself you know, because we had drinking in my family. We had all kinds of, you know, stuff in my family, mm-hmm. too. And how did you know that? And it felt like I I stopped remembering. Like, I couldn't remember. Can, I can't remember my childhood very well. Like, I don't remember things. And it's like a piece of my life that I don't recall because it didn't seem vibrant. You, you talk about living vibrant. I don't remember anything vibrant. The colors were 
were dull. The colors were dull. And Such when she talks about her it. life, God. her colors, like her childhood, her colors are bright. And I'm like oh. eagerly listening. And, yeah. and I was like, okay, is life even like that? And so how, I'm getting to a question. So, so, <laughs> so how do you not lose yourself? How do you become this? In, and I think it's intuition, this intuitive and listening with intuition is pretty damn powerful Mm -hmm. and that's what you're talking about how do you stay um confident in your thoughts feelings what you do know because i would convince myself i don't know what i'm talking about how how, was that a growth process for you or did you just always hang on to that once we got there that was a good question (laughs) (laughs) i'm gonna model it kidding you yeah so you talk a lot about your sensitivity to other people's energy so when you go what's the the um energetic hygiene is that yeah yes like that knowingness to what's mine what's not mine like all of that so that that understanding of that like sensitivity is the perfect word to use for that so are you compassionate with yourself around that Mm mm-hmm because the question almost seems like maybe I should have been developing that. Mm-hmm. You have been. Mm-hmm. For sure. Yeah. To the cacophony that's out there. And that is, that's real. That's real. Otherwise you wouldn't be so permeable. Mm-hmm. Now I don't know that, but I know that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. For so sure. true. Okay. Couldn't have said it better actually. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay, great. I will tell you, I turn my back on it, shut it down. It would still pop in, but I went through years and again, lost my confidence, you know, again, having that uncertainty at home and what have you. But then it was like, as it started to come back and especially when I went into, uh, hairstyling was like a big kind of uptick in it. Like as I became more into my sense of self in my early twenties, um, I'll say this comparison because this will make a lot more sense for more people. People that have a great sense of humor or who are funny are willing to tell jokes that fall flat. They're willing to face plant. They're willing to go, that one didn't work. Okay, let's let's rework that. Let's see, was it my audience? Was it where I was focused? Was it ba ba ba? So same thing. Like I love, I love laughter laughter you know making people laugh is my passion i love laughter as which is one of the reasons why i love your show so much (laughs) but that if i weren't willing to be wrong about my intuitive hits i wouldn't learn which ones are intuition and which ones are an expectation i brought into the scenario or an assumption i made because of who you are and where you came from and all of that not all of that's valuable but they can start to blend together and I've got to will- be willing to put it out there and go, oh, not even close. Okay. And then kind of what was what was present that I got that misread or that misstep without making it personal, without making myself wrong, without running down the rabbit hole of, see, this is why you don't do that because it doesn't work. Instead go, ah, this this is a great learning moment for the difference between the two. Mm-hmm. So it was an active practice for you. So you were willing to go, it's so important for me to figure out um, what I what what's intuition, what's intuitive, and what I'm 
bringing what I'm my lens that I'm putting on the situation. Me, Mary Jo is putting on the situation and figuring out which is which so that you can continue to trust more the intuition and not second guess yourself. Is that what you're saying? Absolutely. Absolutely. Sometimes super subtle. Yeah. So this is just popping up. I wouldn't I like I wouldn't have gone here except you just kind of stimulated that. I would tell the same story all day long behind the chair, but I'd change it based on who was sitting in the chair. Who was sitting there. Okay. So me and the dickhead had a huge fight. <laughs> okay. That was the title of the story, but the content was totally different depending on who was sitting there. Fascinating. And then it would be like, oh, yeah, see, this is totally working for them. And oh, and it just drew out something for them. Or in this, I'm mea culping how, you know, I'm the one that connected the dick in the head. So, you know, it's probably <laughs> whatever. So he owes me a lot. Yes, exactly. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. I love that. Tears rolling down their face because they were like, my God, I just. Uh, I, I need to go home and apologize to my partner because I've been blaming them and blah, blah, blah. you know, like, so like, that was just one of those things that would be one of those kind of little ways to just open that up and see. That's so good. Wow. So you use that in, in, uh, intuitive hit or knowing mm -hmm. about the person to use your time with them and your personal experiences in a way that served them or contributed or you if knew my right wow if at all possible Damn, i love that well wow. so i've seen you um in videos in facilitating huge group sessions with these people and i mean it is infectious not in a disease kind of way in a really good way uh, <laughs> not, not spreadable not spreadable well it is spreadable well, it is spreadable it yeah. is spreadable. she's one spreading not she's everybody spreading. Yeah. okay yeah, yeah. but everybody wants it like unicorns everybody wants it. Mary Joseph, everybody wants what she's Mary got Mary Joe's a super spreader <laughs> she's a super spreader <laughs> Oh my god. All the good ways. <laughs> Please don't put Mary Jones super spreader on Google. Something weird will come up. <laughs> we won't. We, we won't, won't title this podcast. We Mary won't Jones. charge you if <laughs> super spreading with Mary Jo or I. <laughs> You're right. That doesn't have a good context. No. But I will say if you want to use it at your next conference or speaking engagement, we will not charge you. No, exactly. Even though it was and I will our creative idea. <laughs> Awesome. So, okay, so you are in these these big events where you're trying to come in and make meaningful change. Mm -hmm. Given what you just told us, like, how do you, first of all, mm -hmm. I got to know, do you plan for it? Okay, like, what do, how, do you plan for it? Oh, yes, and, we want to know that. Yes, we do. And how do you read that room and to give people what they need and i know reading is part of listening to people too so what's your process uh in number one the you know before i start anything is express my gratitude to what i believe is greater than us that i will be the conduit because it's not about me i'm the vehicle i'm the uh instrument if you will and that's usually often my prayer is you know thank to thank with deep gratitude that I get to be an instrument of this kind of thing. For sure. So as my mentor used to say to me, meet them before you meet them. So before I see a face, before I walk out onto a stage, before I go out into the center of a circle, I literally just open unconditionally 
whatever's coming in, I can handle it. Mm. Wow. That's real vulnerability, isn't? Yes, uh, is. I'll even let the bad shit in. It's no, whatever's coming in serves. There's no bad shit. So I'm just going to open myself wide and meet that. And then I hold a, a group audience like an organism. So mm-hmm. it is its own being. So I'm listening for that collective. And then what are the individuals in the organism? So when I'm speaking to one, uh, it's my intention that all will find a, a handle. Mm. So I'm working with one, like, and I'm pretty bold about that. If there's going to be value here today, it's not going to be what you what you hear. If there's going to be value today, it's going to be how you use what you hear. Mm. I'm the value, mm. the way you use the value. And then when I'm talking to the collective, I, again, I listen to that. What are the entry points would have as many people be able to walk into this and see themselves and generate a new perspective and a new possibility? So you even, I would, I would imagine every individual that serves something up for the collective the greater community that's there with you is intended to be served up and does serve the collective if you think about it from that standpoint you we have to trust that those things that are being served up are going to be the best and highest for use for the collective yeah right including even seeing a moment like when somebody steps up and it's what are they even talking about and i don't even get that or or, this is we're going to have to go again there's a pause point there for people to hear wherever you just took yourself. Does that ever get you disconnected from what's in front of you anyplace else? Mm, so good. Right now, I think they are different than me instead of looking at the Venn diagram. How is that me? Mm. And my God, you know, if I ever got a chance to just have a magic wand, it would be a like sweep that over humanity and get, if it's alive out there, it's alive in here somewhere. Yeah. Because well, if there was a genie with three wishes and a lamp, I'd give all my wishes to you. Yes. Okay. <laughs> no doubt. But you know, for sure. You get my all wishes. Of them, all, all of them. them. But I, we have talked on the podcast quite a bit about, you know, if you're, if there's a, if there, if you're, we call it spark. We don't like the word trigger, quite honestly. If we're trying to rebrand we're trying sparks. To, yeah, the trigger, triggers trigger. to sparks or something. Yeah, yeah, I love that. Trigger is like shooting. Yeah, you know? I mean, it's just not good. But that's what but we're the, talking about. The spark, yeah. Really trigger, the reason the word trigger is used is it's that sensitivity. Yeah. It is one touch will set off an explosion or a reaction often unintended. So I love the fact that you're rebranding it away from a violent image mm-hmm. into because Spark does the same thing. It does, yes. for sure. Moment, the unexpected occurs. Right. Right. And so there's no judgment on a spark. It's just there. Right. And it definitely it's ignites not- something. So it ignites something in you. If you're ignited by something that someone else is doing and you're just frustrated about it, you know, it's like like you were talking about your participant who was like sitting there. Why are they? I don't even get it. Why are we talking about this? Hollywood always say like, because, you know, we've we've worked together um, so closely that she will always say, Gina, that's not about them. This is about you. 
this is our honing. You're this is our frustra- mirroring. Yeah, this is our mirroring. This is our mirroring the, going on. You're frustrated. You're not. You think it's about him or her. It is about you. Mm-hmm. That is because you don't like something in yourself that they reflect back to you or they're showing you or that you don't want to deal with or something. It's always about you. Always. But always. And always. here's the allergies cause a reaction in you you're not you're like again we always make it like it's the thing that's causing the reaction as opposed to how i meet it causes the reaction or the response or the and so i'm giving you a sneak peek because i'm next i do what's called a truth seed so speaking of rebranding i was doing truth bombs until that first year of COVID, when after george floyd and after the school and it was like one more i just couldn't be another uh explosion with fallout i wanted to be more intentional than that so truth seeds come out every tuesday and the one that's coming up is they couldn't push your buttons if you didn't bring them <laughs> i, I okay so everybody oh needs God. to go to her website which we're gonna have in the, in the notes and get these truth seeds yeah. i love that they're not bombs i'm so happy you rebranded that yeah. makes my heart sing and that's so funny it's so good <laughs> So Love every it. time that is, is it's like, well, I, I almost sometimes, I mean, I'll bring my button and I will back into somebody just to get it. Because <laughs> I know, I know, I, mm-hmm. you know what I mean? And then we go, and you push my buttons. Will you have them? <laughs> yeah. You backed your ass right into me. Yes, exactly. With your okay. button. So I got to yes. know, um, so I got to know about. All right, Mary Jo. So you're coming into an organization. I love this opening because I yeah. oftentimes I my, I always set intentions, but I don't do necessarily an opening, which I love that. Mm-hmm, and then I was too. thinking about our corporate office, mm-hmm. and it, the I left. She's still there. Just to be clear about that. So it's my old corporate my executive current. team mm-hmm, mm-hmm. that is completely dysfunctional. And you don't have to say anything, Gina. You don't have to say yay or nay. This is Holly's opinion, Holly's opinion only. And we would bring in people to kind of help us function. And what you see is there's no level of vulnerability for people. Um, And they can't get there because it's not safe. There's no trust. And is that something you combat or would you just shake your head and say goodbye? (laughs) I'm out of here. I'm going to go find myself. Good luck for you. Good luck for you. It's quite simply, there's only only two things that you can change. You either change what you want or you change how you're getting it. Mm-hmm. You know, so if how I'm getting it, how I'm going about it isn't bringing it, I got two choices. Change what I'm doing with this still in mind, or I redesign what this is based mm-hmm. on what I'm learning. Mm-hmm. So the success of my team you know, and again, when I do when I do professional coaching, because I bring emotional intelligence into that, I do mostly relationship work, but I get often brought in because, of course, relationship is exactly what you're talking about. Mm-hmm. What's the last time I really checked in on what success for this team means? Mm-hmm. Because we are having success, but it's harder to get there. So now the new success is how do we keep this level of success and create more ease? Well, now I'm going to redesign that. Or is it we've limited here because of the way we're working? And then everybody enrolled in the new outcome because it's a team outcome. Then all of a sudden, is vulnerability going to be necessary? Because it's not trained in the corporate environment and that's Mm -hmm. not 
wrong. That's not wrong. And thank goodness we're in this whole new evolution. And again, yeah. I love that you're in the languaging thing because I'm a big wordsmith. Mm-hmm. Sure I don't believe you words matter. Who are evolutionary revolution disappears. Mm-hmm. Mindful yeah. evolution completely cuts off the need for revolution. So mindful evolution in the corporate system, in the way we're working, in the way your son is looking for fulfillment now, not just filling a paycheck, because they know now, they've seen it, we've shown it to them. That is going to require now that we are going to say interpersonal relationships are a part of unlimited power and possibility in our team and our company's results vision, accomplishment, all of that become possible. So that vulnerability in its in a business suit, that's what I like to call it. What's vulnerability mm-hmm. look like in a business suit? Because we suit up like it's armor. Yeah, we do. So we good. ask people to strip it down. So we got to hear that like kind of, uh, 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 and the result I want from the vulnerability, people are holding back. People aren't going to the source, I'm guessing, because that's pretty common when I hear that in corporate yeah. environment. So people don't go to the source, so there's work around and talk arounds mm-hmm. and then people don't trust each other and now we're not moving as far as we could because there's a lack of trust or uh, uh, there's just not the relationship basis we could have. So you understanding its possibility and then speaking it in terms they can understand, here's where we could go if we'd really take this on. And yeah. you're getting some feedback so far. You haven't said it in a way that landed for them. That's all. Because you see it. You see it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, sure. I, I do think that there's um, there's definitely something about bringing somebody from the outside. But for mm-hmm. you, Mary Jo, I feel that, and we've seen this even with our podcast and doing whatever consulting that we've done, is that you bring forth an energy that people mm-hmm. feel that allows them to deliver their own truth seeds, which helps that comes into mm-hmm. a solution, which is another solution. Then people mm-hmm. start, it's like a domino effect of people starting to not fall down, but mm-hmm. to open up is mm-hmm. what I think, an energetic opening up, mm-hmm. like a lotus flower exactly. opening up. And that's probably what's happening in your, I mean, your company should hire her. That's what I I think. I know, I know. And I I tell you, checking judgment, though, that's the thing. Yeah. And I just want to say this transparently for my own good and have it out there in the world. Mm -hmm. I am a judgmental motherfucker sometimes. (laughs) I just don't. Oh my don't, God, I love I, that. I know. I am. You yeah. know, it's part of our training as biological creatures. I've got to decide. And, you know, mm-hmm. you know the, we always talk about the, um, you know, the the lizard brain and the, you know, yeah. the fight or flight. And I say, it's no, it's fight it, fuck it, eat it, or run. That's what's getting triggered. <laughs> <now>. <laughs> How you rebranded that also that's, that's awesome better. yeah yeah <laughs> that's I so decision in a split second yeah you know totally get i love that he is in there too i love it <laughs> <laughs> thank you for putting that in so oh, yeah God. sure of course and yeah to just understand that in those moments that that coming back to you know a conscious step over 
yeah, that's going to drive me because right now whatever doesn't feel safe. So when that comes, it's almost like a caress on its cheek. I know, sweetheart, you're right. What a bunch of buttheads. I'm going to put you back in your car seat. I'm going to put a pacifier back in your mouth. I'm going to get back to driving because I'm up to bigger things. And then pretty soon the ego takes its nap like it's supposed to, and I'm off to bigger things. So I'm not judgment free. I'm just getting smarter every day. Which ones are not for the higher good? Which ones just need to be burped? (laughs) Which one needs to get a they're there, you're right, it's not fair, and then get back to work kind of thing. Does that make sense? I love that. It does. It does make sense. (laughs) I was making me nuts. I couldn't get rid of it. Yeah. I beat myself up for so long, sitting at the knee of these gurus going, "Yeah, you know, Gandhi's kids must have thought he was an asshole at some point. Like, <laughs> just, that's the way my he mind is everything all the time. <laughs> all of that, right? There has to be oh some, my... like, you kids are such a disappointment. <laughs> I think so we all have that. So if we mm-hmm. don't make it wrong, it has less likelihood of hijacking the experience. Mm-hmm. I was going to ask you earlier, and you, you're, you're talking about it right now, I believe, um, maybe you're one of your tools in your toolkit to um, manage your own energy, because you talked about opening up and letting it all come in, um, you know, talk back to that energetic hygiene and the work that you do and being so in tune with and so open. many mm-hmm. and as open and gifting of your own power and energy to other people. Some uh obviously part of it is putting it in perspective which you just talked about Burp, mm-hmm. put them in their car seat put the pacifier in and keep going because i'm busy i'm 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 staying up here i'm at a higher level i'm i have higher level work to do than right. to, to pull myself down to this stuff right but i'm curious what other th- practices or um ways in which you manage your own energy and stay full and healthy and so able to keep going the distinction between holding the energy and absorbing it mm-hmm. is powerful mm-hmm. yeah and that takes some discipline that takes some oh that was not clean there that i definitely took that one on because mm-hmm. now i'm turning around and i'm manifesting it somewhere else or I'm inflicting it on one of my loved ones or what have you so mm-hmm. uh you know i love the the phrase hollow bone so i become mm-hmm. a hollow bone i let the marrow move through me so it can touch me, I can hold it, I can shape it, I can direct it, but I never get so uh, lofty or or uh, false, fa- yeah, false belief mm-hmm. that somehow mm-hmm. it, it is to be mine. Like that's just, that's me being a, a being that's beyond what I am. No, I'm here to hold this for you. So I can hold your sadness. I can hold mm. the pain you're feeling with you and hold mm. you in it. And some of my own might even get triggered and start to move and get molten too. And we can meet there. But my pain isn't your pain and yours isn't mine. And if I do somehow start to, because before I knew what that was, I always tell this story all the time. I left doing hair in Beverly Hills for this reason and this reason alone. I wasted a lot of time feeling sad. Mm. I absorbed that bravadoness that would come in the door all the time that, you know, how many rooms I have and, you know, not all of them. Please don't 
uh, yeah, don't make sure. uh, that that part of California disingenuine. But there was a lot of proving yourself in the atmosphere. Sure. Yeah. And what I heard underneath that again, it's one of those knowing things is I'm not enough. Mm-hmm. And I would come home like like dragging. I was so sad. I was so sad at the lack of self-awareness and self-love and 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 uh, and that's when I finally woke up the one day and went, you know, this this really isn't for me. This isn't where I do want to be. Mm-hmm. And that's when I I started doing. Uh, I also do uh, light meditations. So glow from the inside out, and as the light pushes out to my edges, mm-hmm. it just pushes everything out. Mm. So leaves that permeable state and then my light continues on beyond my physical shape it's one of my favorite meditations Mm. to do and i send it out around me now out there it mingles with other lights but in here in my form mine glowing from the inside out and there are times when i know i need to soak uh y'all uh i think it was one i recently listened to it talked about salt baths yeah like those are great Um, um and sometimes i need a energetic silkwood shower frankly because i just yep. like put myself into the heart of it especially when i go into uh hard to reach places and uh areas of life where you know i'm working with you know kids in rural africa um mm-hmm. you know yeah. yeah i take that on and mm-hmm. and that's that heartbreak is it's breaking my heart yeah and then no, need to again for my greatest good feel that be inspired by that and and I do need to cleanse that off because my job wasn't to be taken down by what I'm in the middle of. My job was to rise up and create that possibility for everything for me. So beautiful. Thank you. It's beautiful. Beautiful. Well, it's interesting. You talk about hair, but I think of you as a philosopher, mm-hmm. a creative, obviously mm-hmm. a writer. We have mm-hmm. this in our hands, Practical mm-hmm. Inspiration. I mean, it's one of the most beautiful books it ever. Really and, you know, laughter is lubrication. I love that. Okay, it has everything in here. <laughs> and so chafing. <laughs> oh I, God, we, I, I mean, you are like, for somebody to be able to write what's in here and the philosophy but i mean it's just so it's so deep and impactful and and you are a writer and it's about beauty and i'd love to know her astrology sense she has to have like a a bunch of like air and yeah you have any libra in you and fire like uh i know my sagittarian i'm end of november yeah mm-hmm. so philosophy you're a philosopher and creative you know and a go-getter you know all those things just yeah. wrapped up in even one God, sign so good such a beautiful book yeah. i love this book we'll no, actually I, link it in yeah. in the notes how did you become a writer like how did you i mean you're a you're a philosopher first and a writer i don't know how this happens so please tell us well can i also ask it's similar along those lines. Yes. Before the how you became a writer, like where did the concept to write come from? Like I love that, Gina. Where'd that come from? So great. Cause writing in general, something I'm storytelling. I'm Irish on my mother's side, so if you can't tell a good story, like you obviously were the male person's kid. So <laughs> 
is it is the most beautiful art <laughs> I, I i to be it, a great storyteller tell it regardless art. of what you do in life to, mm -hmm. to tell a good story and is the cultures that are closer critical. to that aren't mm -hmm. so developed and i'm making quotes for those of you that are only listening finger quotes mm -hmm because that's how it was handed down. So before the written word, there was how I told the story and then it was told again and again and again. So that be able to create a reality for someone else through words. And the Irish culture is rich in that to delight, to bring about the angst of it, to uh, you know emulate another experience or to tell you why, you know, if you don't keep your knees together, you will go to hell like, but it sounded a lot <laughs> an Irish accent. Right, that was <laughs> so that that I loved that. Um, so I was an oratory storyteller for a long time, and then it was I knew there was a book I wanted to write a book, and I kept talking about it, talk, kept talking about it, and it's uh, I tell this story uh, it because it just it's the quickest way I know how to do it. I kept trying to give birth on the day of conception, and it wasn't going well. I couldn't mm -hmm. write it. I want it done before I started. So I have a beautiful friend who's also a writing coach and she, you know, just get your ass in the chair, just get your ass in the chair. And I love Julia Cameron's work, The Artist's Way. And, you know, you create yeah. to create. When you go to Burning Man, the essence of where the root system of that whole experience is, is watching people throw what they spent how many human hours constructing onto a fire because they only created it for the joy of creating it. So started to allow that to come back into it. And then part of the how, as you say, uh, it's a really great distinction, Gina, was what do I want to cause? When I picture somebody holding this thing in their hands and what came clear as a bell without question or doubt and was the whole, made the whole path just open right up is, I want people to be able to hear themselves. So how can I stimulate in a way that not what they're reading, but what they're hearing inside as they read gives them some new fuel, some new opening, some new perspective or possibility. And then the title, I, there's so much inspiration. It's just, I mean, like, I'm just such a junkie. I just like, you know, I've got the little stand and the needle on my arm and let's go. I'm taking this with me everywhere. Come on. However, then what? Then what? So how do I put this now into, yes, look at that bumper sticker and it says coexist and all those beautiful, did that motherfucker just cut me off in that BMW? <laughs> what an asshole. And now I'm right back to that instead of taking a bumper sticker that's still on the bumper in front of me and actually putting it into practical application. So then this came about is why not? Hmm. And back to your point from before Holly is, most corporate, when they bring in an outside person, it's the lack of practice afterwards that has those things pull apart. If you're going to change a culture, it requires real discipline. So then once that became about, it's like, hey, here's ways to do it. Here's, here's how to actually influence your life. Here's how to put it into now. Look at your results. So there's a couple and they're, um, they're both like, I guess, late 70s. So for a year. They took one of these and read it every day for a week and then dialogued it. And here's what, and then here's what I learned about it throughout my day yesterday. 
And then they'd read it again. Okay, and I'm inspired today. And then they deep in it, like they did that for a year. They sent me these mm. uh, notes along the way. That was just so beautiful. And again, how much do you love that they still wanted to discover something about each other? No doubt. Well, that's I, the relationship I want. That. Yeah, Ooh. for sure. Total, total. Um, so that is how I became a writer. So I love that. So, and I think for sure, go and pick up Mary Jo's book. It is but beautiful. get the physical book because get it's the so physical gorgeous. book. I, it's I, a great. It'd be a phenomenal gift yeah. for a dear friend or a family member. Beautiful. It's beautiful mm-hmm. to like set out on your table. And the other thing that I want to say is that I kind of like because I started chronologically yeah. and then I realized I didn't really want to do that. Is pick up the book and I did it on my Kindle, but now I do have the book. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Thank you, Mary Jo. Um, we have the book, and Gina. Just open, yeah. And I just open to what I need. So I ask Spirit, well, what do I need today? Because you don't have to go in chronological order. Yeah, they're beautiful. <laughs> the whole format was user-friendly. Yes. So a gentleman named Chris Kish, by the way, did the art direction. He's a genius. Beautiful. He's just wonderful. Um, the, by the way, all the nature pictures, go through the four seasons oh oh is that what's how ha- okay oh, yes. I because i was like 50 is that just incredible so 52 is one a week for a year 52 mm. is roughly two months time if you do five and take two days off every day or spontaneous open it up to wherever you were so this book is totally renewable which is what i love because next time you read it you'll find out where you've gotten to since you read it the last time. Yeah. Yeah. Yes. Is what I wanted. It's the size it is because it fits in a backpack or goes on a coffee table. Yeah. 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 It's nice. a beautiful coffee table book for sure. And I so, love the idea of that couple that just worked because, because you're right, unless you put it into practice and stay with it and hold each other accountable. It's all the things that we used to do. Yeah, we were building our our friendship and and working together. It's this commitment to one another to practice and to want to know or to understand or to support or whatever it is and hang with it for a bit. I love that idea. Well, because you're never really done with it. Mm -hmm. Okay, so that's the other thing is that you meet it where you're at at the moment you meet it. And then a year later, as you're becoming more self-mastered, you meet it at a new place which has more insight right or you can see where you've you can also see where you've retracted too right absolutely where i have backed up backed away where Mm -hmm. i took the aha moment and didn't foster it and became another thing to sit on the shelf or beat myself up with because now i know better but i didn't create any real change and self-mastery is just that that understanding so when i say self-mastery mentor it's you got to know if you're going to be in this you got to be a student for life because who you are today is not who you were yesterday, is not who you're gonna to be tomorrow. Mm-hmm. You are gonna be the continual movement and transformation of how you've been meeting life around you and inside of you. So that to know a year from now, to see where I'm at and see what has grown and see what maybe has gotten off track because it grew, but grew in a way that didn't serve what I say I want or what I know I'm ultimately mm-hmm. born for. That's the mastery piece right there is just get excited and it's one of my true one of my practical inspirations in there is the longest relationship you will ever be in is with you. Mm-hmm. And yep. it's that that relationship being treated like the one we 
we want, the one we were taught to crave, the one, the one, the one. There you go. Yeah. You want freshness, you want a long-term relationship that's got some spark and some heat and some laughter and some joy and some support and all of that. Well, you're already in a perfect situation for it. Yep, with yourself. Oh my God, I love that. I think it's the perfect gift. It this is and a candle. Okay, <laughs> a really smelly nice candle. And maybe a bottle of the wine. The candle is I mean, optional. The book is not. Or champagne right. or something. <laughs> yeah. But, yeah. but I, I think it's a great gift idea because not only it is. is it beautiful, beautiful. and it's just, it. I mean, we can gush all day yeah, about it. It's really fantastic. Thank you yeah. so much. Yeah. Yeah. So I had written down, and I don't know where this came from, so you're going to have to help me, Mary Jo, but I had written down, how important is it to integrate the masculine and the feminine um influences when you're when you're coaching people is that something that you actually consciously do or and i have no idea why i wrote this down but i did so i thought i'd ask it my favorite playgrounds oh maybe i caught it on your one i don't think you've ever asked that i've never asked that question Mm -hmm. but i want to hear her i think she has a really unique perspective i don't know what it is but Mm -hmm. i don't anyway okay the philosophy that i operate from and uh there was a um, institute of medicine gave this framework that uh, yale university uses when they're doing um studies on how to bring about health ever at a higher level when it came to uh exploration of this there is identity which is born genetics genitalia male female then identity how i recognize myself how i operate in the world which became more man and woman and then there is the polaric energies which is masculine and feminine and all or both mm-hmm. that's i operate in all or both we are taught concepts around them based around gender roles and identity roles. And I love busting those up because all beings have both. You couldn't have one without the other. Like they work in harmony together. So when you look at the concept of life, you know, seed and egg, make a human. That's the only way we figured it out so far. So that that blending together to create life is where I see masculine and feminine come together and create life. So working with those two kind of energies, whether it's implicit or explicit is vital. Is vital. Cause the energies bring about different access points and different effectiveness. So corporate world, again, mm-hmm. highly masculine mm-hmm. and not just because it was male dominated because then Females coming in imitated men and believed they were being masculine and they weren't. They were imitating the men that came before them. That didn't make it masculine. In fact, often it was unhealthy masculine. Mm -hmm. So not power, dominance. Mm -hmm. Not um, goal-oriented. It was uh, conquering. Mm -hmm. And I love this distinction. Healthy masculine competes to better the self. Unhealthy masculine competes to beat the other. Others. Yeah. Oh. Right? So if I understand that and that dance within the individual, then when I'm meeting 
situations, people, events, the ratio of my masculine and feminine that can come about can increase my effectiveness the way I'm meeting it. So when I'm working with people and I actually do some workshop around that have a little bit heavier, there's a relationship workshop I'm a part of that brings that about quite a lot for the intimate partnership work. Mm -hmm. And then it's about your relationship with life work. Mm. And the, again, the conditioning that we get to challenge and bust up uh, is so gratifying. Like the apology for either, and uh, women are conditioned different than men. It's shifting right now, but to, you know, to lie and say we haven't been conditioned is just foolhardy. Right. Mm -hmm. Um, To apologize both for my masculine and my feminine. We've evolved to that. I'm still apologizing for being so ballsy or I'm a bitch instead of owning I'm bold because that's what yeah. mas- healthy masculine looks like in a female form. It's boldness. It's this, it is directional. It is I'm going to penetrate this situation and create life without a doubt. And then I'm apologizing mm. for my feminine because it's weak and it's indecisive. It doesn't know where instead of going, no, it's actually the adaptability to meet what is without being attached and be able to formulate the best way to move forward, no matter what the size of the container. So if those can work together and my own partnership is uh, with my beloved, which is, oh my God, four weeks from today, I'll be somebody's wife. (gasps) Are you serious? (laughs) I'm kidding. (laughs) I'm a little giddy too. Woo! Oh my God. Oh my gosh. That's amazing. We understand to be mm. our fullest combination. The individuals have to be responsible in their ratio, masculine, feminine, and then we dance in ours together. So in our intimate partnership, my energy is primary, primarily feminine, but I waited knowing I was going to meet the masculine strong enough not to be threatened by mine. Mm. Yeah. And he is so admiring of me when I'm in my full eagle, eagle wingspan. Mm-hmm. Yeah. He goes, watch her fly, man. Watch this. Instead of, do you have to put me in your shadow? Yeah. Like he yeah. checks that real quick or he'll say, yeah, I'm starting to feel overshadowed or less than I'm competing with you right now. And we'll talk about that. Oh, wow. I love that. Well, congratulations. This, this is, is so, so exciting. Oh my goodness. And so four weeks from today, you said? Eight. Oh my God. How exciting. exciting. Congratulations. Thanksgiving, Brian. So yeah. Oh. So, uh, you know, you're right. Okay. So I grow, grew up and was very conditioned in the corporate world and had to emulate the masculine to be um, to be seen as a leader, you know, so I rose up to an executive and, um, but I was always, but I could see so many women, even those younger than I, that would come up and they're living the unhealthy masculine. I, I've tried to, in the beginning, I don't think I balanced at the end. I think I was a really nice balance, but the problem was what we have going on now in corporate world is that you still get told, you know, you're, you're not speaking up enough. And then it's like, you're too scary. You need to be more humble. Okay. Like, 
And and I was like, well, the target continues to change, yes, you know, like yeah. for women. And then what's happened now, and I feel bad for men too. Men don't know where to go either. Okay, yeah. so like, this is no bad man. No. I love working with men. Mm-hmm. And then the men are like, you know, if you hold them accountable, then you're a bully. Now we're getting called names. Okay. So it's a real, it's a real challenge, um, beyond just male, female. We don't, you know, I mean, there's bigger challenges than that for others, but you know, there's a real challenge with, and a cry to balance the healthy masculine and healthy feminine in the corporate world. Yes. Yes. Well, I frankly, Unhealthy is still creating results. Yeah. Yeah, it is. So that's right. gonna well, the system's built on it, right? Just yeah. bump the evolution of this because, you know, we'll go back to, you know, gecko. Mm-hmm. Greed is good. Whatever it takes. Who, yep. who cares to stand on as long as, you know, you're taking home that bonus at the end of the year. And then that gets applauded and celebrated in a way that's, you know, has people still want to achieve that? Yep. And yeah, you're right. with pushing up through the cement of that. Like, you know, watch grass grow through the sidewalk. It's coming. It's coming. Is yeah. fulfillment is now a part of success like it never has been before. Yeah. Whereas right. before I had to make enough success to finance my fulfillment, which means For four weeks out of the year, I got to go to places that make me feel better about myself for the other 48. (laughs) It's a vacation we were talking about. (laughs) Right, exactly. You know, I'm going to, you know, for four weeks, I want to be who I want to be and have that gratification and then go back in so that I can finance that. And I don't believe all all money jobs are wrong because some people do finance a life of fulfillment through making money. They don't find it. They don't find their fulfillment in their work. And I humbly and wholeheartedly celebrate that, applaud that, especially the awareness that that's what I'm doing. Yes. Yeah, exactly. It's yeah. choice. Mm-hmm. It's, somebody mm-hmm. still needs to make sandwiches. We're all going to change the world, but somebody's still going to make sandwiches. A friend of mine says that all the time. So who's going to make the sandwiches? Well, somebody's got well, I love it because we talk so much about conscious creation as a lifestyle that you, yeah. know, you, you are in charge of the outcome and you have all the, all the power, opportunity, obligation for that matter to do, to do that. That's your job. And I hadn't thought about as actively, um, what you said earlier, Mary Jo was, uh, um, that y- you apply your masculine or your feminine um, filter or approach or way of being in service to the situation and what's, and not so much what you want to feel maybe in the moment, but what will serve the right outcome or the best outcome or the most efficient outcome, which I had never thought about that. I've never thought about that before. I don't not not a conscious Okay, great. Mm-hmm. So I love that idea in terms of, you know, for our listeners as well, just think about that in terms of what's in service and how do I use these two superpowers within me and balance them and acknowledge them and appreciate them and utilize them in a way that mm-hmm. serves. Play with their ratio. Yeah. It's actually pretty rare that any given situation requires 100% of one. Right. Mm. 
It's very rare. Mm -hmm. Good point. Yeah. But, and again, to your, to thank you for sharing that awareness. Cause I love to hear how it, it, it just stated in you. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Serving the outcome is what I'm here to serve. Otherwise I'm going to be all about the symptom or the thing that's in the way. And I'm going to put all the energy on solving that instead of this is a part of getting to here. Right. Yeah. And that way. Yeah. No, I love that. Okay. This is brilliant. Well, I have a request. Yeah. I think that you need to tell your fiance that we're all going on your honeymoon together. <laughs> we're all going on vacation. Who are those two ladies, honey? <laughs> um, y'all have brought a fire in me that, you know, he's enjoyed. So he'd be all about me being around you and coming home. <laughs> okay, we'll meet you guys at the bar or something. Yes, yes, well, at yeah. the beach you don't have to bar. spend all the time with no, us, no. but just some of it. Yeah. <laughs> tell what I'm like all jazzed up after spending time with you. He's like, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Well, our time sadly is, so is coming to an end, and I know Gina Dang and I—I I, I knew it was be a fun ride today, but uh-huh. it, it, I didn't know how fun it would be. And I'm sad—we're sad to see you go. But is there anything else that you like our audience members, or that we did yeah. not cover sufficiently, that you'd like to talk about before we go? Yeah, it's what I want always to leave people with and the awareness or listen deeply to that place that's remembering this instead of hearing it. You are always a divine being, a masterpiece, a 10 out of 10, always. It's your birthright. Now your behavior, your habits, sometimes even some of your thoughts, words, or deeds may not line up with that, but you're always a divine being, even when you're having a human experience. Mm -hmm. And in that, let the divinity in you, the masterpiece in you, decide how to meet the current challenge as you come ever closer to actualizing who you were born to be living your life today. I love that. That's beautiful. Well, let's not try and mess that up. That is no. the right place okay, to lay. Yay, Lave Mary Jo Lorai, we're high-fiving you. Beautiful. We're giving you kisses. You are a blessing on this earth. Thank you for blessing us today with your presence. We love you. And and thank you for being our new best friend. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I'm so excited. I love you both. We can't wait to hear about the wedding and we will stay in touch and uh, hopefully welcome you back some other time to entertain and Absolutely. enlighten us all. It was ton of fun wonderful everybody we will have everything linked on the show notes for you to go check her out on her website and get her book and buy it for your friends Mm -hmm. all All right right. bye Bye, everyone. everyone thank you for joining our vip conversation and please visit us at our website www.loa uncork.com. See you soon.